Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. It's me, Joe, a playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T42. It's our best friend podcast where we talk about whatever the fistula we want. <laughs> Why so specific this time? I don't know. I mean, I was just looking for a list of gross F words and Kishan pulled this one up. Yeah. And like, I okay, I mean, the story behind this is that I once, obviously I once thought that I had an anal fistula. Oh, did you really? Yeah, from all of that rough anal sex I have, you know. Oh, okay. Like, side note, not true. <laughs> side note, not true. Okay, I know a fistula is like what people who need to go for dialysis need to get. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. So, I don't know the context of anal fistula. Am I getting but it wrong? Great. Is it some other weird Greek-sounding name that afflicts the anus? It's a bit like a hemorrhoid, but... I know fissure. It's not... It wasn't a fissure, though. Right. Because, like, the... the We've the also talk- gone on far too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but why are we talking about fissure? Oh, also because it's like a... I mean, like, what better word to end? Yeah, to end 2020, <laughs> 2020 on, right? Yeah, yeah correct. Fistula. Hey, how have you been, Kishan? I uh, feel like I haven't spoken to you in quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last episode you were on a cruise. I have been on, you know. been on the seas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been... it's it, The cruise was lovely. It's been nice. It's been a nice, relaxing time. Christmas has just come and gone. It's also nice, you know. Yeah, it has, I, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm now dreading... I'm dreading... Um school starting the resumption of life yeah uh. but also the resumption of life under these dreadful unchanging circumstances yes, correct right? it's like nothing has happened and that's yeah. and that makes me a bit sick uh, and on that note <laughs> yeah, this is sadly going to be our last episode for the year 2020 that's right and in fact our last episode for a short little while for a short right, little Kishin, while we're going yeah. to take a break we've we? decided to take a break some creative distance mm, correct, <laughs> correct. For, for the month of January I guess yeah. yeah I mean we'll come back at some point in January but we think that Definitely. you know I mean it's been a it's been yeah. a long ride I'm getting a bit emotional no, talking it's, about it it's, it's 32 episodes left. 32 episodes so it's amazing and we've done it fairly consistently we once have. a week we since have. like what was it April April yeah, yeah, it's and, amazing. And now we have like a nice little group of followers. Yeah. Oh, thanks, dear listeners, yeah, for joining so, us so all this we time. We feel that we deserve a break also yeah, from this. And you deserve a break from us, lah. So, dear listeners, when we come back for what we're going to call season two. Season two, let's let's name it. Yeah, we're going to yeah. name it season two of T for Two. We want to hear from you. Yeah. What do you want us to talk about? Participative democracy. <laughs> That's what this we're is. We're going to do an, a little campaign on Instagram where we're going to fish for topics. Yeah, let us yeah. know what you want us to talk about. Yeah, and if you have haven't yet follow our Instagram. What are you doing? At T42 Podcast. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Correct. Yeah. We are so close to how many? We are so three, close to 300 followers. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you not make us for Yeah, us? correct. Yeah, so we're going to do a little campaign on Instagram where we like ask you for topics that you'd like us to discuss in the next season. Yeah. And we will actually honor many of those. Yeah. Because n- we are running up ideas. No, <laughs> correct. No topic is too ridiculous. Just just say lah just write yeah. and just let us know I, I listen back to some of our episodes I'm just like why does anyone listen to us I say that all the it's time just these two shrill banshees <laughs> screaming it like and we realized okay I was, I was realising the other day listening to older episodes we got them more shrill yeah. over time correct correct, correct. We, really, we really get shrill and we yeah. get very quick yeah, very fast like, yeah I was saying Kishan that we used to actually retake whole episodes we really we did like, you know yeah we got too dry and then we were like oh no like Kishan it's too mad yeah. no, no one's one will listen to, listen to us this. and then like it reached a point where we just like fuck it <laughs> Yeah, correct. Actually, that's why we didn't release an episode on, on Sunday, Sunday because we got too drunk and the episode yeah. was very shit. So we're, we're do- this is a retake. It's a retake. It is a retake. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy to be back with you, Kishan. Yeah, me too. Aww. Yeah. And thank you, dear listener, for joining us for yet another episode of T for Two. Yeah. Are you ready, Kishan? Yeah. Let's go. Alright, it's time for our very first segment of the day. It's none other than Are You Home? Shirley. Shirley, where are you? Shirley. Shirley. Gonna be New Year left. Uh, Shirley, better come home. Uh. Let the COVID catch you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a segment in which we discuss an aspect of life in Singapore that either fascinates or horrifies us very often. Often both. 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 And what's up for the chopping block today, Kishin? Oh, today we're gonna do something a little bit special. Mm, something special. a little bit different yeah. to we like the doing year with. Yeah, we do like doing special things We love on the to show. mix it up a little mm, bit. Correct, correct. Yeah, today we're going to wrap up the year 2020 with, a, with an award an show. An award show. Mm. Da, 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 da. Correct. We decided to give <laughs> Uh, some T for two awards. Uh, it's the very first T 
nominated for two best in 2020 awards. Yes. In fact, the first and last, like, because Cor- there will never be another 2020. Correct. Long may she die. Long may she may die. Long may she stay dead. <laughs> where we honor, but this is what basically where we honor the best and the worst. Correct. Best, worst, cringe. Whatever. 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 Are you an editor? Am I an editor? Did no. anybody, do we actually spend much time writing this? No, not no. really. Is this that kind of show? No. Okay, first category. <laughs> Yes, yeah, first category is in Best Newcomer Best Newcomer best for newcomer. 2020 Best Newcomer Ooh. So like this category awards Like you know Someone who's just turned up on the scene Correct And then like took it Yeah Took it like took that Took it And I think the award Has to go to mm. Sengkang GRC Wow well wow. done. I'm just pausing in reverence here. Yeah. I mean, where were you when Oh wait, we were together. That's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. We were yeah. together. But dear listener, where were you when, when Sengkang GRC did her strut? You know, just no, mm, look at me. Also, like, during, look at me. During that election, she was the first one to like turn over to the opposition, right? Absolutely. Yeah, right. She was the first, and it was. It was like a very it was a very drama one because it got drama. all the favorites from the workers Correct. party right Janice and you Lim, and you didn't Raisa know Khan. whether it was gonna swing Correct. to workers party or yeah. not. You know my favorite part actually right was yeah. the videos they released of all the people screaming from their windows. Oh my god, it was glorious, it was glorious right? I maybe, wish I were there. It gave me it was a real important ray of hope in a year that has absolutely been. It very was hopeless. so beautiful to watch. Yeah. So you know what, best newcomer Sengkang GRC, you take that award. Yeah, I think girl. there were some other contenders. There were there were uh, I think safe distant ambassadors <laughs> c- came in a close second. Okay. Yeah, because they really sprung out overnight, like uh, these like, like red, red <laughs> hot stools after the rain, God. right? <laughs> now you go everywhere, also like got these red shirted. Hey, red like, stools is yeah. very ombre, oh, very sorry, good, these, very good. These red shirted like party poopers. I mean, yeah. it's a horrible fucking job. No, it is really yeah. Job. Nobody wants to do it. It's an awful thing to do. And of course, in this category, you must not forget the best newcomer who didn't win. Yeah uh, T for two. Podcast. T for two. <laughs> We want to acknowledge uh, We give ourselves a nomination yeah, We la. give ourselves a nomination But we didn't have the audacity Audacity is the right word To give ourselves the win Correct yeah. we, we truly think that Sengkang GRC deserve I mean so do we la. Never mind Let's move on sister <laughs> Let's move Tell on Tell us about it in the comments <laughs> Okay Next category Kishin mm, Best Singapore politician In a comedy role Oh wow ooh, This ooh. one This who one. Do, who do you think it goes to? <laughs> Let's- All of them The whole cabinet <laughs> Okay, but together we, on the country. But we picked one. Country, we picked country. One, two, three. K. Shamugam. Yes, well done. Specifically for his role in the whole, in the great cannabis debate. Correct, the great yeah. cannabis debate. Yeah. yeah cannabis no, basically, from, yeah. WHO finally yeah, declassified marijuana as a class A or B, whatever. Yeah, drug. one of the most basically, dangerous drugs. Or if, even like, a dangerous drug. Yeah. And then like um, you know, and then K Shamugam, who's like kind of like the biggest authority on why we still have the death penalty for drugs in Singapore, <laughs> goes like it's very clear, K Shamugam says yeah. in his comedic role of the year, <laughs> that you know, uh, this this is a decision that has been influenced by commercial factors. Yeah. It's that's pro- what he profit, said. La. Profit motives. I just like sis, yeah. please la. I mean, it was very, it was very tough to to agree with him because all I kept thinking about was what about tobacco Correct, or alcohol, yeah. or alcohol. I'm like, I'm like, or like auntie, you want to talk about you want to talk about profit yeah. motive? Our whole country is run on profit motive. Yeah, so la. I was a bit, a bit confused yeah. with the entire statement. So I thought like, okay, good joke la. Yeah, very <laughs> funny. Because uh-huh. if, you, if you cannot laugh, you yeah. cry. You know. Yeah. So yeah, what? Other, other contenders for this, uh, I think oh. cutting quite quite close mm. included um, King Sweet la. King Su- <laughs> for East Coast Plan. <laughs> Even his name just makes you want to laugh, right? <laughs> We get. Uh, For but, me, it was East Coast plan. It was so funny, la. Yeah, but also the fact that he's, you know, prime minister in waiting, essentially. Uh, yeah, right? uh, I mean, don't yeah. puff on me. Yeah. That seems to be the. That, that seems, seems to, be, to be the case. That seems like, to be yeah, the story, yeah. right? Uh, and then of course Ivan Lim Ivan Lim of like does anyone the, even do you the remember the PAP wannabe yeah. for I think Jurong GRC yeah with Taman yeah with Taman who yeah. then got uh, who then got like cancelled yeah he got he, the receipts were poor produced behavior right? in the army yeah. Like, yeah so basically he was some high ranking officer in the army something and then like that like, I think underlings were like hey, actually he was quite asshole he was terrible right? and then yeah. like the PAP constantly battling accusations of being elitist correct parts, right finally had to go like okay 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 we get rid of this one correct but, but then, then he bowed he, out no but then he reappeared at the victory speech oh when they were he wasn't even in the t- on the <laughs> ticket anymore he still appear and everybody's just like a uh, what yeah it was it was a what I yeah think that was prime comedy la. you know what it reminds me of is this what? really good old english word called a fatalberry Fa- that's a great word why yeah. was that not an f word f- f- ah good next time next time fatalberry <laughs> yeah. is a small little piece of shit that hangs on that to the disgusting. hair of your anus that is disgusting that you never managed to wipe away that is disgusting this is why you always wash <laughs> this is also why we are not a famous podcast <laughs> Fattleberry. <laughs> okay, very good. Comedy role. What's the next category, Joel? Best Singapore politician in a dramatic role. Oh, dramatic role, eh? Viola Davis. Mm. <laughs> 
She could do anything. She could. Meryl Streep. She Amazing. could do anything. Amazing. But who's the winner here, okay, Joe? On the count oh my of three, god. On the count of three. Mm. One, two, three. Doctor Amy Cole <laughs> for ribbon cutting at bus stop. Correct. Yeah. Specifically for her role in the ribbon cutting at, at the temporary bus stop. bus stop. That was. That was stunning. Unnecessary and dramatic. What was the story? <laughs> she was just like opening some temporary bus stop yeah. in, her, in her... She really wa- got a lot of flack for that online, you know. I mean, is, why? Who, no, yeah, why lah? Who la? is her PR secretary? Yeah, who the, thought, hey, this doctor, was a good like, idea, Dr. right? Dr. Kaur. Or, yeah, Dr. Kaur, I think this would be a good idea, you know. I think we need to like increase your media presence a bit, right? You need to show that you're walking the ground, walking the ground. I, I hear, think that was it. Yeah, next Friday, they're opening a temporary bus stop. I think we go there and cut ribbon. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think that must have been the story. It's such a strange... Bizarre thing to have to to do lah. I'm just like mind blown at this nonsense. Yeah, because it's like sure, if it were like a new bus interchange, by all means, yeah, you correct. Know, like something significant, but it's like first a of all, it's temporary a bus stop. Temporary bus stop. Yeah, leh. bus stop then temporary bus correct. stop. Correct. Like maybe you no. Know, something tells me she didn't get the memo that it was going to be a temporary bus stop. Oh, you think that was yeah. like a fuck up? So something tells me right. Actually, this bus stop is probably in some area that very long haven't been serviced by bus before. Then the residents always complain, right? Say, yeah, we don't have any transport access here. Must walk up the hill, then turn <laughs> right and left, go to the. So forest. and then they blow it up into like a media spectacle. Yeah. But then back up, uh, just backfire. Backfire la. Yeah. I mean, yeah. evidence that you know, like the PAP needs to do more of its so-called soul searching. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who are the other contenders in this Oh, category? the other contenders, I think, uh, we'd be remiss not to mention uh, Josephine Teo oh, God. for Drama in Parliament. Wow. Yeah. Josephine Teo. But she won a lot of awards already. Yeah, she's been given a lot of awards, so a we decided to awards. give someone else the, Correct. Get the, you know, the, like, someone uh, else yeah. also deserving. Someone like. else deserves it. Like, but Josephine Teo crying in Parliament mm. about the people she had like so brusquely kind <laughs> of like brushed off mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like two months before. Yeah. What was it? She had said, first of all, about migrant workers, you know, Oh, you know, when they were going through the horrible ordeal with the COVID and everything, right? And then she was like, oh, you know, none of them has come to us for an apology. Uh, yeah, it was something about the apology yeah, thing, which is really an awful thing yeah. to have said. La. Why would you say that? Cut to after election when the PAP now needs to show human face. She's just like, we will do everything in our power to support you <laughs> and your family. The number like, of like YouTube videos that came out with her, like with the background so- music of... What song is that? It's a Chinese award thing, right? Yeah, it's the... Chinese awards. I don't know what it, I don't know what <laughs> it is. It. It's the Chinese awards. I don't know what no, it no, is. I think it's the Chinese awards. Yeah, it's it's the Chinese thing. star awards. Yeah, yeah. that one. And, and, and it was just so funny that so many of that came out. I was like, oh my god, it's brilliant. Yeah, but she's really had a hard time. She <laughs> she's had a hard year. Yeah. She's had a hard year. Okay, and then of course uh, the third nominee in this category was uh, Raisa Khan. Raisa Khan for for drama. Yeah, but for not so drama. much her own drama as yeah. as much as like, the media the, spectacle yeah, that happened la. around her generally. Yeah. yeah, correct. She's had a hard time. This woman. Yeah, she had a hard she had a hard time. Pregnant. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, right. she was pregnant. Going yeah. through it in the public eye. Actually, the most drama part was when you know she like the police case that was thrown against her because yeah. like and then she had to do a public yeah someone uh, dug up some stupid ass receipts and made a police report right. Yeah. And she had to do this um public apology as yeah. you're saying right. Yeah. And you could see the clench of her jaw. Yeah, you know it was I mean, so she, unjust. She had to yeah. no, but she also I, I, she I had mean, to do it. She had, she to, do had it, yeah. to do it right. Let's yeah. just face it. She had to do it. So it was important. No, and power to Pritam Singh, leader of the Workers' Party, now mm. like leader of the opposition, for like standing by her as she did it. Of course, you know, very like. I mean, also like he, he must stand by her, right? Yeah, but you know, Singapore politics this year has no shortage of drama. Oh yeah, no shortage of drama. I but, mean, because a lot of things unfolded while well, it was uh the elections, yeah, COVID, mm. uh them trying to have an election during COVID. Oh my goodness, S- it some was... would call it a farce, uh, but <laughs> I think drama will do. Drama, drama like, it was do. a lot of drama. Thankfully, not a complete and utter tragedy. Definitely. Yeah, and for some of our newer listeners, you might want to go and listen to our episode on the election called Orang Singapura. Correct, correct. Yeah, we did a deep dive on that. We did a deep yeah, dive. Enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy. Next category is <laughs> best special effects. Oh, crack, crack, We've crack. reached the technical best, awards. Yeah, the technical awards. Yeah, <laughs> every award show they award the. Of course, you must always award the people behind the scenes. Yeah, the ones like the name during the credits you skip one. Yeah, yeah, correct. You must award these people. You must recognize so, them. Best special effects. Correct. So like, what kind? Of, you know, like anything to do with technology. Anything to do with technology. Yeah. Okay. So on the count of three, Joe. Mm, one, two, three. QR, QR code. code. Of course. Mm, specific. Not just any QR code. But the trace together. Yeah, trace together lah. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Open temperature. <laughs> what is open temperature? No, you know, if you click the link, then it will take you to open temperature. Something, something.com. <laughs> is it? Trace the safety, the the the, the contact tracing. Oh, QR okay, code. Yeah, like, that contact tracing thing. Yeah, like. and for our foreign listeners and mm. the, you know all five of you, like <laughs> th- this is a wonderful, actually quite impressive thing I think that Singapore does. That I recently heard. Um, is now being implemented in New South Wales in Australia. Oh, fantastic! Where businesses and all malls and public spaces are. Uh, 
ha- check in la, basically. You have to check in via QR code mm. uh, to log your 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 the presence in your, that building yeah. La. yeah. If not, they, you will not be let in. Yeah. So every restaurant, every shop, every you know, and like it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah. It, it no. It is. It's still an. Uh, yeah, very frustrating it says a do. lot that we feel the pain in the ass but because we've completely normalised it already yeah we have you know we normalised things very quickly also because if not we cannot have access yeah. to the places so it became a thing that we did very quickly right. but I I think that these kind of things right some countries will be very up in arm against like oh, can yeah, you imagine like, if America had to do oh, it oh no completely mm. it's like huh tracing huh, yeah. huh you wanna know my whereabouts Correct. I'm like sis we already know your whereabouts Correct. and also you are in a fucking pandemic lah. please calm down and yeah. like Let's let, well, let this slide. Sorry, well trodden argument. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, no, I was gonna say actually, like if time this is time, if there were a Singapore Time magazine like front cover for person yeah, of the year it was the QR or code. most photographed person of the year, I think it is the QR code. I, I think uh, on one of the magazines, the most uh, photographed thing, uh, they actually gave it to the QR code. Yeah, I think it was actually a thing. She's yeah. having a great time. She's having year. a great She's time. She's like, oh look at me. Yeah, I'm course. so scurny. I'm so beautiful. Look yeah. at my mass of dots. Mm. <laughs> she mm. really. Win, she win. Oh. Mm. Mm. Who are the other contenders this the year? The other contenders this year, uh, I think we had the mute function on Zoom. Oh, God bless. <laughs> God bless. Everybody uh, either found out about the mute function or like, yeah, you had to find out la, because no, some people didn't know about <laughs> it. Then they were like, I said, uh, Clarice, we can hear you. Um, <laughs> we, can clear, we can hear you eating. Yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, correct. Mom, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So that was one. I can hear your mother screaming at you from behind. <laughs> What was the other? Who was the other contender? Uh, Lee, <laughs> Lee Sian Long's blue cup. Correct. The the, the, magic, the cup. magic cup that changes his uh, ability to speak. That gives him ability to speak different languages. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> I mean, it's like no. Actually, the award should go to whoever the fuck noticed it. <laughs> no, for, I mean everybody noticed the cup, but yeah. not everybody made the link between the cup. Mm. And the speaking of new languages. Actually, it happened the first time when he gave. Uh, when he when he went on public the first because time. Because he went English, then he went Mandarin. Yeah, right? and then and then after that he went to Malay. Mm. Then people were like, "Wow, I also want that blue cup." Like, they they were live yeah. streaming it, so it people. Were but you know what? It very quickly. Miss Thing is thirsty, lah. Yeah, of course. Like, you speak so long. Yeah, correct. Let's move on to the next category. All right. Best oh, costume. We got best costume. Best costume. Of course. This one uncontested. uncontested category. Uncontested. Dear listener, what do you think it is? Just tell us. Yeah. No, we should do it. No, you, like, you, Dora you, the Explorer. Dear listener, what do you think it is? No, let's not do this. Shout it at the screen. I know what. I'm going to keep it in. Please remove. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Winner of best costume uncontested. Uncontested. Is Mask. The mask. Mask. Not the mask, but mask. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Because the mask is a very cringy 90s cartoon sure, and sure. action adventure film. Basically, the mask you wear all the time now. This is actually like very blah, but must give, right? No, must give because uh, you know what? I actually now buy like pattern masks. I actually now think about, oh, I don't want the boring like N95 or right. whatever it is that we use, right, right. the surgical hey, mask. No, I saw the new mask you got the other day. The uh, slightly squarish looking yeah. one. Very nice. So hey, all, you get from where one? I, don't, I can't remember. Okay. But all these masks are just fun. Lah. Fun to buy. Fun to now like pattern yeah, your correct, wardrobe. Correct, correct. No, no, I've become a bit of a connoisseur myself because I'm beginning to realise actually some material cannot, breathe, cannot on. breathe. Cannot breathe. Yeah, it's like, very fashion but cannot breathe. Yeah, correct. Like yeah. the first few masks that the government gave out, like the black ones, right? Mm. I couldn't breathe through. I couldn't teach and like and like wear that. It was just suffocating. So now I'm like, I will buy like light ones and mm. like patterned ones. So yeah, definitely best costume for 2020. I still haven't kind of gotten over the sea of people in masks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's an image that I find still find very haunting. Really? It, it is there is what a about? there's a sadness to it. You oh know? sure. Like it just keeps reminding you. It's a you, reminder that reminder we are in shit how Horrible it is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we are we are trying not to breathe at each other. No, yeah, you it know is. I mean? It is quite uh, very sobering. Stuck. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean some of the prints are great. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, I'm I I can't, I'm thinking of buying like a more fetishy Cor- looking one. Oh, go yeah, for it. Know, for when I when I finally like um start having sex again. Uh, is it? Dear listeners, that was a cue. <laughs> Slide into my DMs. Thank you very much. Mm, Let's move on. on. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, it's it's. Uh, oh, this one is a, a lifetime a achievement. Life. Award. We want to give a lifetime, lifetime. achievement. What award. is the significance of the lifetime achievement award? It's un- unprecedented. Um, yeah, achievement. Achievement lah. Right. Who is it going to? It's going to. NUS. NUS, National University of Singapore. NUS, you deserve the Lifetime Achievement Award for all that went down in 2020. And by all that went down, I mean all the sexual harassment shit that went down. Horrific. The sexual photo taking. Sexual photo taking. (laughs) I gotta write that down. Sexual (laughs) photo taking. Very odd thing to say. It's like, like everybody gather in the foyer, we're gonna do our sexual Sexual photo photo taking. taking. (laughs) 
basically all the the horrible what, what happened like people start taking no, like basically photos in, like, like there were a slew oh my god of like um sexual harassment harassment can- cases, cases on like. campus or that were related to oh. NUS students and and professors I believe yeah and professors as yeah. well and practically for the students at least practically all of the men who were um. Uh, were implicated yeah. got off with very slap like, on the wrist basically with, you know yeah very disproportionately light sentences yeah. because their potential yeah. was seen as more um, important than um, than the crimes that they committed, the crime they committed and, the, and, and, and you know what the punishment might do to them yeah. so it's a combination of like some of them were like legal uh, c- criminal cases some of them were actually dealt with internally but yeah. in most of these cases that were actually brought to the fore like the women like it, it, it looked like the women's women's concerns and their trauma were trivialized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was horrifying to watch and it didn't just happen and it's one like time, over two and over time. again. It just yeah. was it just kept happening and we were thinking like what the fuck? When is this gonna stop? It's like the thing that I recall from NUS is that actually the sexual culture there is very distorted in that yep. like a lot of the men Especially the straight ones yeah. Because like straight men Are always a bit behind on these I things. mean look at orientation games yeah. That they do Oh my god What was it like They Oh first of all Let's connect dots a bit right Like yeah. orientation is fu- A lot of orientations at the time I don't know about anymore Were funded Or given partial funding Oh like the by, SDU one By is social it? development unit Which mm. we brought out In our previous episode With mm. Joe Kang guest mm. host Yeah where They are basically like um, Low key The Singapore government's eugenics arm la, where they're trying to get like you know graduates and university students to kind of hook up sure and like kind of foster romantic relations on campus yeah. right yeah yeah so like they would sponsor these orientations they give you money yeah la, they yeah. give you money to kind of, and but like to please your to please the purse string holders yeah like, you'd have to like create scenarios or where the uh, opposite sex could mix yeah la. where you know boys and girls yeah men and women could mix, could mix right yeah what it resulted in was a, a long tradition of like very overtly yeah. sexual games where like for example like men and women were made to pass sweets pass with their, their mouths, mouths yeah. and it was all very fucking cringe I think and they, they kind of uh, lie down on top of each other yeah there was a, very, a lot of uncomfortable physical yeah. contact and it was awful yeah I think they've they've, they've since done away with it yeah, yeah like, I, they have, because they have. it's like excuse me it's not okay it's a violation yeah la. but they're also like very overtly sexual yeah. like chants yes. and cheers it's disgusting it's like the, the, and, and then like, you know and then like I, I feel like a lot of the men on campus were very um, infantile and very um Emasculated from the years in army, oh, and, had, and and generally like didn't really know how to be around women. Yeah, and, and it was just like a very negative. I mean, some culture. of the uh, like, like like you said, they all came up from the army, and some of the army songs that people used to sing during root march were also very misogynistic. Very misogynistic. Yeah, some yeah. horrible things. So you come out of army with that culture already in yeah, your head, yeah. and then you go into university where women, are, where suddenly there are girls everywhere, and you feel very undersexed, right? Or yeah. Men feel very undersexed. Yeah. And the games allow you to be in that sexual sort of mindset. It's, oh, re- gross. it's really bad, like, it's really Yeah. Bad. So. Of course, this happened. Slight side note here yeah. to talk about, like I, I brought it up to you before, right? About how the majority, the vast majority of people in NUS are from have uh, passed through the junior college system, right? Okay, yeah. Let's, I mean, majority, I'm, assu- I'm majority. assuming the majority, right? Sure. The junior college, and I was having a conversation with someone the other day about how the junior college system in Singapore actually, like. Like infantilizes you well into your late teens. Oh yeah. At the age of like 17, 18, maybe 19, yeah. when you are meant to be coming into your own as a young adult. Oh no, you don't have that you opportunity. You don't have the opportunity. You're still put in a school uniform. You're called boys and girls in yep. school. You really are. You know, you're 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 desexualized. Yep. You know, there's a very Puritan environment where you know sex is not discussed. And then and then if you're a man if you're a man, you get thrown quickly into NS after that, which yeah. is a very kind of like emasculating environment. It's just not okay. Yeah. There's and I, I went through the experience, you went through the experience. Same. Like, I was very like asexual mm. or at least I had no idea what to do with myself as a sexual being until mm-hmm. very late in my life because mm-hmm. of all of these experiences. And yeah. I think there's something about that uh, in all of this as well. Yeah, there's something very dishonest about the way yeah. we teach sex, anyway, sexual like, education. I don't talk about NUS anymore. It's gross. Yeah, it's yeah. gross. It's like, NUS, Take like, your lifetime achievement award and, and shove it. Get, yeah. get your shit together. Get your shit together. It's not a good look. It really isn't. Yeah, I, I, I will go return my degree. <laughs> They still ask me for money every month. Send me I also get the NUS giving like, week. No, I thank you. Away. I already give you a lifetime achievement award. That's, that's all I'm giving you. Okay, right, next category. Next? Oh, mm. this one best international feature film. Oh, ooh. Ooh. who wins, Joel? Shall I say it? Yes, please. Shall I read the card? Yes. All right, thanks, darling. 
The Decline of Western Civilization oh, wins Best win. International Feature Film. Win. They definitely win. It's the been, Decline of Western Civilization. Yeah, it's been a real slippery slope for, for the West. Slippery slope. <laughs> precipice. <laughs> a precipice indeed. Yeah, cataclysm. Oh my goodness. And it didn't just start with COVID. It, this, this is a long no, time it's coming. it's a long time coming. Long Since World War time One. coming. Yeah. <laughs> Since World War Not really. It's been, you know, really slow progress. Since yeah. World War One, yeah, yeah, and then something really snapped this year. I, th- I think COVID really helped bring to light a lot of shit. That for, for yeah. me, at the very least, I think la. the collective delusion, yeah, the really collective there. delusion of like, wow, just the delusion, the the clinging on to notions of great nationhood. Correct. You know, the 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 the, the great like um cataclysms socially. Yeah. that have been revealed as well. This horrible individualistic streak that they have. Yeah, the regressive conservative politics. Yeah, all of that. It's terrible. Yeah, but it's a great watch. Oh yes <laughs> It's a great watch from over here Oh yeah I think the morale is very low in the UK right now A lot of my friends are just like Very very Very, I know, yeah. very despondent It's like the political situation is so bad The pandemic It's really put to It's really put Paid to the idea that Like their governments are fully dysfunctional You're right You know what I mean Yeah It's terrible And it's like If a government can't even Lift its population out of a pandemic What the fuck yeah, is it doing, doing with all that power What are you doing What the fuck is it doing with all Correct. that power Correct <sighs> Yeah, but anyway, other contenders in this category. Oh, we had uh, China. just China. Yeah, China. Also very gripping international. Gripping, uh, yeah. c- uh, crazy, crazy yeah. show. This one is like a multi-generational soap opera. Definitely. Yeah, and, Definitely. We are in the, and we are in the season now where like... Um, <laughs> there might be a hostile takeover. Correct, correct. Where the the young guns are, mm. the young bucks priming, are. Yeah, they're priming. Priming, are prim- priming and primping to kind of reclaim what was taken from correct, them. Correct, correct. Very scary. Sometimes you root for them. Most of the time you're in fear. No. You know? <laughs> the last thing you want now is the long-believed dead cousin <laughs> to come back. I don't know who that would be. Yeah, who's yeah, that? I don't know who that would be. But like, I don't want that. Yeah, the one, the one. <laughs> Maybe Singapore. Not, yeah. Who else? Who else do we have? Oh, Uncle Roger. Oh, Uncle Roger for best was one yeah. of our nominees for best international feature film. Because such a travesty. I hate him. Oh, you do. I hate him. Yeah. I do not like how he portrays Chinese people. I, I know. What's it, your main? You portray Chinese people like this? I cannot. I think it is blatant racism, and I don't find it funny. It's, it's not thing, racist because he's Chinese. No, I don't. I don't it's believe not racist that. because he Cantonese. It's awful. He's not racist because he's he quite cute. He whittles. No, that's terrible. He whittles down the Chinese person to this caricature and I'm just not No, no I actually do agree with you. I know, vision. I know you yeah, are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've actually seen him in London before because he's London based, right? Yeah. And I've seen his comedy and like I met him and he's he's nice but sure. like, there's something about the comedy that's very like, white people do this and Asian people do that. That's a bit like, a, a bit like, it's uh, basic okay, la, la. Yeah, Sorry, this one like, can we just leave it to Reddit? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's like, right. what, what, how is your comedy advancing or subverting it the conversation? It isn't it? And the, way, and the way Asian people come up in his comedy is always a bit like... like Lesser. Well, just kind of like well-meaning, slightly like um, slightly money-minded dolts. Oh, That's oh how it okay. Across, sure, yeah. Which is in its own way a kind of stereotype. Yes. Very noble savage. Uh, you know, very cannot, like... Very, I just don't yeah. stand him. It's, 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 it's just not as bad, though it has to be said, as like Russell Peters. Oh, you, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, Russell, Russell, Peters. Russell Peters is also a bit uncomfortable to watch very uncomfortable now. now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I find it very uncomfortable. But like, what's what's Uncle Roger's excuse? You know, it's 2020, yeah. girl. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, although like the fried rice takedown was kind of like, okay, like, it was a good one-off. I I know I just I just don't like to watch him. Yeah, but that maybe that's just me. I don't know. Mm, yeah, his, comment below. <laughs> his, his agents probably really like happy though. Oh, of course. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Mm. Next, let's move on to the next category. Yeah. <laughs> Best, Best original, original screenplay. screenplay. Oh, this mm. is also uncontested. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best yeah, original screenplay. And goes it goes to, to the, the East Coast Plan. It is the East Coast Plan when it was first uttered by Hank Suikiet is so profound that it defies language. The East Coast Plan as it was first barely uttered. Barely uttered. Barely uttered by Hank Suikiet. Post language. Post grammar. Yeah. Post, 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 post. Post everything. Post human. You could make anything out of it. Like. That's yeah. how beautiful as it was. As long as you live in the East, you are part of the East Coast plan. <laughs> I live in that part of the East that's not actually in but the East Coast. But you're different GRC. No, but I claim the East Coast plan. I am actually in the East Coast GRC. Yeah, so what do you think the East Coast plan is? I don't know, like, just being like Have being... you felt the East Coast plan yeah, since I, the election? I, I, yeah, the, the moment he said it, I feel like it imbued with power. Have there been more temporary bus stops to cut ribbon at? No, no, no don't have, even? don't have. Okay. Yeah, it's just, you no. Know, I just feel very special. You feel like, really spe- like, like yeah. I am part of something right, right. bigger. I'm yeah. part of a plan. Like, this reminds me of my favorite Bible verse. Oh no. <laughs> For I know the thoughts and plans. I have I towards you <laughs> thoughts of peace to prosper you. 
Okay. Yeah. There is a plan for you. Correct. There's a plan for me. And you know what that plan is? What? The East Coast plan. Mm. It's amazing. This is like a. We don't need to know what it is. Wow. Well, we're okay. going back to this very kind of like post-structuralist <laughs> linguistic theory <laughs> where it's like circling around an empty, uh, empty center and there's no meaning. Correct. It's like what? What? Mm. I do hope though that the East Coast plan involves like um a better MRT line that connects Basris where I live to the rest of the of but the country. But that's not. But no, East Coast plan involves the, is only uh, involving the East Coast GRC, which you're not part of. Which you're not part oh, of. All right. So is it more songs about Katong? Uh, maybe more songs about Katong. Maybe that's it. I'm sick to death of Katong, by the but way. But I have to say that uh when they when they won the GRC or whatever, they gave us a pamphlet uh and it. They did. They did de- detail the East Coast oh, you plan. Never read I went like, oh, it exists. I just didn't read lah. Actually, there was a Pasri's plan also lah. Because like you What's know that? when Teo Chi came to visit my flat, right? Yeah. Like he was handing his original intent mm. was to just hand out some leaflets uh, about sure. like, oh your block downstairs got repainting and some topiary or whatever. <laughs> so I think maybe that's the East Coast plan, topiary. like better topiary. Mm. Because you know all these Katong residents are very into the topiary. Correct, correct. They really are. Yeah, into those beach village vibes. Right, right. Sick of it. All these gays. <laughs> Vote better next time. Oh Vote better next time, you Katong queers. I'm gonna move on. Oh, okay. Oh, oh this is our last category. We're to the last category. Oh, oh my god, god. I really enjoyed this segment. Me too. Oh, come on. Mm. Okay, what is the last category? It's best director. Mm. The award goes to Pritam mm. Singh, Singh of, of the, the Workers, Workers Party. Party. Well done. Well done. Well done, Mr. Singh. <laughs> oh, leader of the opposition. Leader of the opposition. The I think the first we've ever had, if I'm not wrong. In our history. Amazing. Yeah. I I I, I don't know about that for sure, but definitely. In what, recent times, very la. long. Yeah, I mean, just, that was such a heartwarming moment. Yeah. When first of all, when like the Workers Party achieved what they did at this election. Oh yeah. And then like later to have the formality of the leader of the opposition mm. handed to him, I mm-hmm. just thought like, oh, this is a big deal. Very interesting yeah. times. Yeah. But then like we've now seen how like they've been treated in Parliament since um just like I know, mean the, the whole like minimum wage conversation and then the the, the Patiliani thing just the usual kind of adversarial politics sure but yeah. I'm glad that their voice is there I'm glad that the numbers are now increased yeah, yeah. yeah I'm glad that he has he is the leader of the opposition that yeah. there is an actual role no and Pritam Singh is a statesman-like leader he's amazing he's yeah. amazing he's so eloquent so mm. charming yeah, and like he has a way of like managing his um public persona his inst- his social media persona in a way that is like a little bit like Barack Obama I mean Obviously, oh, they're very I know what you mean. different politicians, I know what you but mean, there is yeah. a savviness to it, yeah. and there is a humanity to it. Absolutely right. You 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 never quite doubt that he's the one typing what he's typing. Whereas with Lee Sin Long, you know they, they sometimes I mean, have I, to specify, oh, this one was posted by me, this one was posted. By oh, who. does he do that? I I remember maybe last time, but I don't know about now. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, and overall, I think very what's really great about like the Workers Party specifically, even though I feel like they could really push their positions a bit more left, is that they have managed to attract a caliber of like um oh, yeah. politician that we've never seen in the opposition before. Oh yeah, this like Jameis Lim. Yeah. Oh my god. And Raisa Khan. Of yeah, and Raisa Khan of course. And like, yeah. basically the whole like yeah. on, Oh my god, there was Singkang. another one I can't remember yeah, her Bob. name. Yeah. Uh, shit, I can't remember Something her name. Something Ru, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ru, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. She was also really good. Really yeah. good, passionate people who want to see change in our country. And yeah. I think like such a great note to end like 2020 on. Yeah, like, it, was, it was it was really nice. Yeah, but who yeah. were the other contenders for best director? Oh, best director um, we had. Uh, Lee Sien Long. Of course Lee Sien Long because I know we talk a lot, talk a lot of trash on this podcast, but yeah, this is us um being balanced. Yeah, being balanced. No, but really, it's mainly for Kishan's career progression. No, no. I'm just gonna keep quiet. <laughs> I'm gonna keep quiet. No, you yeah. you agree with this? You said that seeing there's something about seeing him on screen, and I totally agree that seeing him on screen sometimes and, and reassuring us and knowing that your government ha- actually has their shit together is a big deal. Yeah, I agree. And he really steered us through this. The, the government last steered us through this coronavirus shit. Yeah, and he's the face with of steady that hands. And with he's the steady face hands. of the government. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the other nominee we had in this category was uh, Royston Tan <laughs> for the National Day Parade. Why? Uh? Why? Uh? Did you see the National Day Parade? <laughs> I don't recall even amazing. watching it. Camp classic. Oh, camp classic. Instant um. camp cult classic. Mm. Yeah. Well done, Royston. Well done, Royston. <laughs> you 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 took um a third and you made it. You put glitter on you it. You put glitter on it. <laughs> And there was some contemporary dance. Yeah, well done. Oh, my favorite part was the dance segment. Yeah. Where the commentator, Wait, they tried to tell a yeah, story, right? Where they were going to tell a story about like dealing with like, um, you know, dark times or whatever. And Isn't that all of NDP? It's, it's all of every NDP. Yeah, but oh. usually the dark times in the NDP is Japanese occupation. Um, <laughs> yeah, this year it was like, ooh, COVID. Right. So the before this contemporary dance performance, the commentator, I will never forget this, said, the next segment deals with some very dark and depressing themes. If it feels a bit depressing, it's meant to be that way. 
something like that like, just like it's the, meant to, to me just like way. first of all interpreting or warning the audience at home yeah. that this was what they were about to trigger warning tr- uh. yeah but it was very like Singaporeans cannot deal with difficult emotions that was the vibe I was getting and it was very sad <laughs> It's like <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, this is why this is why artists are still This is why all of us are stunted yeah. in some all way or the other. Stunted because yeah. like we see something depressing on screen, we cannot do it. We don't it. know what to do. Yeah. Mm, correct. Yeah, we, mm. we, like, we go drink long. Yeah, on that. And we go gamble. <laughs> and on that note, happy year end. Happy everybody. year end, everybody. It's been a horrible year. Yeah. And in Singapore there's been lots to laugh about. Correct. Lots to cry about. Mm. And we like to uh, congratulate all our awardees. Yeah, yeah, let's clap. <laughs> clap. Well done, awardees. Well done, awardees. You uh, deserve yeah, uh, everything. Uh, <laughs> drop us an email to collect your prize. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, mm. we'll get in touch. Uh. It's a printed mm. certificate, right, from Happy Microsoft Word. Correct. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Hey, hey, hey! Now it's time for lukewarm takes Ooh. with two elder millennials. That's us. Talk about something that's happening in the world today. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening in the world today, Joel? What is happening in the world today? Mm-mm. It's Mm-mm. socializing, or, or how you've coped with socializing. Like. Yeah, I mean it's interesting to be talking about it today because like, we are recording this on day one of phase three of the circuit breaker. That's circuit, right, circuit breaker, circuit breaker measures in Singapore. Right. So the number of people, it, it, like number of guests you can have, it's uh, eight. It's now, gone up to it's, it's gone, it's up gone from up, five to eight. Yeah, it's gone up from five to eight. And you, you can, can have groups of eight in restaurants. Correct. And, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You yeah. can now have eight people. Uh, one seating in a restaurant which is great yeah have you felt any change you know since no. we've moved to phase 3 no because of how I think my attitude to socialising has changed okay, and in how this is, pandemic and how has it changed uh, I just feel no need to hang out with people anymore la. yeah it's something right? about that right I feel like um, it's not so, yeah have I become more, I've always been a bit introverted believe it or not dear listener eh? but, yeah mm. but it's, it's strange I feel like I don't crave I crave certain forms of socialising mm. right but, Agree. But I don't necessarily want to be around people all the time. Yes. And I become very selective about the people that I want around me. Yes, correct. When I used to not be that selective. Yeah. So yeah. I think what it was is that um, where before this pandemic, we relished all, or at least I did, I relished my, my weekends. I'm like, oh my God, I have to do something. I have to do something. Not very wasted. Then I go back into the week of work again, right, which ah. is terrible. So, and I, and I had outings where maybe I just didn't want to. What do you, you mean? Know? So I, I, w- I would make it a point to go out even if you didn't Even want to. Even if I didn't want to, right. because not like them wasted otherwise, right. right? So I would just go out and it would just be very empty gatherings. And mm. now uh, that during the pandemic, during the lockdown, it was that option was taken away. And while I did feel anxious at the very start of it, I thought I quickly got accustomed and go like, you know what? Actually, I didn't need you to. You submitted. No, no I just you didn't submit- need to. Yeah. I've, I've also le- relearned my capacity for like being gregarious. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's it. I just learned, or actually I'm quite happy on my own. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I was I was very happy by myself. I was very happy with uh although I did miss some of my friends. I like I missed you dearly. We couldn't see each other for a while and you were back in Singapore. Yeah. And then I couldn't see you for Correct. months, right? Because we, you came back into a lockdown. Mm. You came back into circuit breaker. And I and I wanted to see some people, but there wasn't this like desperate need to be around people. You know what's the, the thing that makes me anxious though? Is what? that it's not it's starting to make me question what my friendships were. Do you know what I mean? Or my socializing was. The fact okay. that I used to kind of happily just go out and meet lots of people. Right. Or like people ask me out, I say, like, oh sure, I'll go for a coffee or whatever. And then now that like I, I'm I'm a lot less like likely to do that, it makes me go. I mean not and, and the fact that we can actually go and do that and I don't want to still makes me wonder, actually, what what does it mean? Have I do I hold these friends in lower regard now? Or is it that I simply just am a bit more protective of my solitude? Yeah. You know? Correct. I, I think um I think and correct me if I'm wrong I think a lot of this I think you're like me also is mm. I, I, I find it difficult to say no to people sometimes yeah, 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 so yeah, when yeah. people ask me out I'll be like uh, yeah sure and yeah. sometimes I just didn't want to and then and now we got that excuse now there's right? a big excuse yeah, yeah, like yeah. oh virus you know, or circuit breaker really is un- against the law yeah. you know? <laughs> so so it was it was nice to be in that space where I could easily say no yeah. and I relished it Mm. It was so good. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, like social. So I mean, I think our social muscles have become very distorted behind this pandemic. You I think? can't put a finger on it. It's just like even when I'm at social gatherings now, I get exhausted more easily. I I, I don't always enjoy it. And granted, it's because right, I said this to you. Be- we tend to now go to the same group of friends. 
because it's yep. quite self-selecting and it's like, you know, these are the people closest to you and there's a bit of fatigue that comes with that. As much as I love all of these people, right, it can sometimes feel like, oh, okay, I saw you the exact same, we're doing the exact same thing last week and Correct. it's gotten a bit like, like so I, th- I feel else, like, right? I think there's an aspect of socializing that like sex has always been about variety. Yeah, agree. You know what I mean? I understand, it's like, yeah. It's, it's like you, you kind of crave the same newness and I find myself craving meeting new people Yes. Right. Mm. Even though those encounters are very often like very unknown and can be very mediocre. But it's that's like, the unknown that, that 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 is exciting. Yeah, yeah. 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 What so could happen? That's right? what I crave now as well. I yeah. want to meet new people. Unfortunately, what the pandemic has done, what Circuit Breaker has done is that it's made meeting new people very difficult. Yeah. So so you're right, we usually just go to our own cliques because when you want to go out and it's been so long since we meet them, we just gravitate to what is comfortable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I don't know about is like how now that things are slowly loosening up in this part of the world, right? Like yeah. how it's gonna how what socializing is gonna look like in the new year. Correct. Because yeah. Because what are the vehicles of this social socializing socializing, right? Like mm. clubs are Gone. I mean for <laughs> You know we talk about clubs As if it's a universal experience For no everyone la. It's like Sure But <laughs> it, it's a very good way To meet new people You see Yeah or I mean Not just clubs like Nightlife in general I Sure like We're all beginning to realise What nightlife means to us For those of us Who enjoy nightlife Right Yeah. Like, now that it's been dead For practically a year That's sad to say It's very nightlife sad Nightlife has been dead For a it's year It's very sad Right yeah. it's, it's what actually is nightlife Nightlife is the Is, is when Time kind of like dissolves a little bit, Agreed. and it's like there's a lot of potential, yeah, and it's chaotic and it's messy and it's That's like right. It's, That's the thing. It's disobedient and it's unorderly mm-hmm. and it's kind of sexy and sexual, yeah. right? And it's it, it's the kind of time of day that exists outside of like working time, yeah, our capitalist time. It's the ultimate kind of leisure hour where not only is it leisure, it's also there's an adventure to it. I don't right? know if it's outside capitalism, but I mean no, as in it's not. You are not necessarily working at the time, so yeah, I mean. so sure. it's like outside of work, right? Sure. But it's also it's a leisure that is like married with adventure and yeah. possibility and sex. I think possibility yeah. is, is the thing. So I I realized, wow, it's actually you know a huge loss. Even in Singapore, where our nightlife is like a bit like whatever, right? I really miss it. I but especially think of that thing that like um I, I saw on Facebook and you want to talk about, right? Which is, is like um the idea that after this pandemic, we're gonna move into like a mirror of uh, no, a repeat of the Roaring Twenties, right? So and the Roaring Twenties for th- those of you who are unfamiliar was that period of time after like in the nineteen twenties that was marked in parts of the Western world, like specifically in centres like New York and in London mm-hmm. that were very like, you know, it was like hedonistic. It That's was right. like chaotic. It was very, people were just like um, spending money lavishly and Correct. indulging in nightlife and Great Gatsby basically. Yeah, it's right? Great Gatsby that, that kind of excess. Correct. Yeah, and that actually followed a, a devastating pandemic that had happened in, what was it? The, it, uh, the, the uh, 1918, I, th- I think it was the flu, la, the flu pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, so pe- people were uh, people were dying left, right, and center. Flu, flu pandemic. Let's not also forget World War One. All, oh, yeah, all of that happened. Yeah, yeah. So after World War One, flu pandemic yeah. carried Cataclysm on. Cataclysm, and it's always followed by rejuvenation. Yeah, correct. Right, yeah. So the Roaring Twenties followed all of that, and people were so happy to be alive. Yeah. So happy to escape death. Yeah. That they just lived every day like their last. I can't totally see that happening. Of course. You so, know. So this yeah. this article that you're referring to this uh, it was this epidemiologist basically that looked at history and wanted to see what would happen la, mm. like now and then he realized okay we're going through a pandemic now we're coming w- with the vaccine we are slowly coming out of it mm. so he predict he predicts that in 2023 2024 we will see a replica of a roaring twenties. First pause, uh, 2023, 2024. Who is she? <laughs> I don't know her. Yeah, I don't know her. Who is she? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, 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 what did this like, Nostradamus predict again? No. <laughs> Basically, he predicted that uh, in 2023, most of us would get the vaccine. Ah, okay. And th- th- that's, why, that's why he's saying this. Like, right. Uh, and, then, and then, like, very likely, we will enter something not unlike the Roaring Twenties. Correct. This very hedonistic time, we go like, oh my god, we escaped this horrible year. Right. And we're, we're happy to be alive. Right. And so that's what this person predicts. I guess I should start hoarding lube now. Yeah, correct. You must. Yeah, I should like... Because like toilet paper this year, correct. lube will go out in, in 2024. 2023, lube will be like swept off the shelves. There'll be a scarcity of lube. <laughs> People will be making their own lube from like rice. <laughs> <laughs> but what a skill. What a... <laughs> I don't, what do you think? Like this roaring 20 sort of thing. I, I, I for one think that... Yes. No, we are, we are I, headed that way. No, I think that like... <laughs> 
the the thing about hum- the human spirit is that it is like a spring, right? When you suppress it and you release that source of suppression, it's going to explode in yeah. joyous ways. It will explode. Like joy joy and doom and despair are pendant emotions. They, yeah. they accompany each other throughout time. Right. right? So of course it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I just think that we're also at a period in history where joy is a short-lived emotion because there are crises looming on the horizon worse than this pandemic. Absolutely. That, in fact, the climate crisis is like not even looming on the horizon. It's here. Right? It's here. Yeah. We're living in it. So it's like, I, I, it's that weird thing of like, I think what actually is going to happen is people are going to like um, how it's more it's about how how much more potential for nihilism mm. we will have, mm-hmm. how much more shits we will fucks we will no longer give. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I'm I, I'm curious about. It's like, do we just cede all responsibility after the two years or three years of like coronavirus related responsibility and shackling and submission? So you think we will throw we'll throw caution to the wind? Will we just not just to live our will lives we not la? just throw caution to the wind? Will we throw other people to the wind? Will we oh. throw like will we throw society to the wind? I mean that's what we're we're all afraid of when we come out of this yeah. pandemic, right? We we we've gained so much. Um, in some very weird way, we've gained some perspective from this p- pandemic. We see people always say, "Oh, nature is uh, what nature is what nature is returning." Uh. I think people oh, always yeah. say, "Right, yeah, yeah," and. And are we going to throw all of that away immediately? And I, I think the answer is hundred percent yes. Yeah. Because we don't learn now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I honestly feel that we are now living in an era where like we are all depressed. We are all depressed. I, I tend to agree. Yeah, with yeah. We are all we all whether yeah. or not we are acknowledged, we're all depressed. Yeah. We're all we're all faced with like cataclysm on the horizon. We're all walking through a state of like the cate- end is nigh. The end is nigh. Yeah. Right? We are living through an Armageddon society. Essentially. Yeah. And I think that So we what are you saying that we grab onto every semblance of happiness that we yeah, can just roll with it? I think so. I really think so. And yeah. it's like and, and it's quite horrible. And I, so, so I don't know about this Roaring Twenties thing. I don't know that it will. we are so naive. I don't know that we are so naive that we'd be able to go like, hey, yeah. you know, I think it will, we will experience it in pockets. But by and large, I think we are on a downward trajectory. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, why I think we will, we, this Roaring Twenties thing will actually, will actually be true is because of how phase three has happened like i saw people like already picnicking mm. on the uh, on the marina barrage uh, mm. because we're now in the phase three and they're picnicking in, in, in groups of eight they're immediately going out in groups of eight as if like it's a thing to experience yeah, because it like, is a thing to experience but why? I, for, okay it is, is, it? is, it, is it, really? it is kishan it is why like, Absolutely, it's a thing to experience. It's because like, we haven't or for a while? Because like the human spirit needs to be free. And the why, human spirit, why is eight the number for it to be free with? Because it's we, we are creatures that live defined by arbitrary that's markers. It. See, that's where I'm at. Yeah. So I think it's very arbitrary and I think we're, we're, we're celebrating this arbitrariness where I think what we need to do is take no, a bit girl, of perspective. Yeah, perspective, sure. I think take it as it comes. That's think? my philosophy. Take it as it comes because you never know when things are gonna go so, south again. So because so with your saying this, then you think the Roaring Twenties will happen, lah? No, I think like see when you talk about the Roaring Twenties, right? It's a fucking historical because the Twenties were followed by the Thirties, World War Two, yeah, and then more the shit Depression, World War Two, and then like the horrible post-war Forties, and then the Fifties, you know, like Cold War. Yeah, and yeah, all it's of that. It's like history doesn't exist in isolation, mm-hmm, right? The forces mm-hmm. that like we, the you know, the forces that define our misery today were set into motion in the 20s for example so it's like sure there was a period of like there was a period of great joy but it was only 10 years yeah you know and then it was followed immediately depression by depression and yeah. death so it's just like you in life like there's no point thinking epochally you grab what you you grab what you can while you have it I think sure that Oh, and and I don't know. It's, you live day to day with with minor joys and minor tragedies. That's life. Sure, but I think what that might do is that we then don't learn lah. Yeah lah. Human beings are very bad at learning. Sure. Yeah. I mean. Know? Yeah. And we are. I mean. I would like us to think that we are better, but I, I tend to agree that we don't learn. Correct. In so fact, la. this whole <laughs> reaching back to think about the twenties thing is yeah. to me remarkable. <laughs> it's remarkable historical learning. It's like, oh, when I read it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Right? Never Isn't thought about it, it that way. I thought it was really because cool. Because we like to think that as like modern people, right? Yeah. We are we're, we're so above removed above from it. the twenties. But actually, what was the twenties? Eighty years ago? A uh, uh, hundred lah. <laughs> My mess very bad. My mess very bad. No, clearly, like uh, drunken philosophizing <laughs> is, yeah, good grief. It's a, it's a whole decade ago, like, which is why it's remarkable because we are actually seeing the whole decade repeat itself. Yeah. 
but, I don't know. But there is there is within it a horror story of does this mean we're gonna repeat the thirties, the forties? No, because like obviously like history is not that cyclical. I know, but it'd be fun. C- can you imagine? We are now in our thirties, right? You and I, Joel. Oh God! In, if if this happens, or oh, if if we <laughs> live through the Roaring Twenties, it means we will go through war. We'll go through all of famine, it. Famine. Yeah, we we'll go through depression. all of it. Depression. And then when we are finally old age, it'll be like sixties, free love. Then seventies, we die. Okay la, I got one decade <laughs> in my life where I can just fuck with abandon. Provided oh, we survive the depression. That this 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 imaginary world war that might happen in twenty forties. It's okay. I will join the bread line. <laughs> I will be there in the bread line. The bread line. I'll be like, I'm not above queuing for coupons. <laughs> I'm not above it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's time for a bite size science. Yo. The segment in which our resident science expert Kishin Kuma Singh gives us some bite-sized science to help us get us through 21st century living. Yes. So what's the bite science science tidbit for today? Oh my god. Today I think it is worth spending time to talk about how to talk to people about science. In mm, that's very good. You know how what I do mean? you how to talk to people about science? Yes. That's great. Yeah. And why I think I was I was mulling about, I mean, dear listeners, I was mulling about what to end of this this episode no, we, we, we said this is our last episode of 2020 right and like, mm. like what should I talk about and you know this year has thrown us a lot of curveballs mm. you know and science has for some I mean for better or worse it's taken centre stage you know we have the vaccine to talk about we have climate mm. crisis all the time we have lab grown meat which we've covered in one of our episodes yeah you know and then we have like p- people still arguing whether the earth is fucking flat or not you know so true, true. <laughs> truly, <laughs> truly a mystery truly yeah. a mystery right is the earth flat I think hmm. maybe. I don't know. Possibly. I went on a cruise. It looked flat. It looked flat. It looked flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so there's all this science, technology, um, sort of issues that divide us. Right. You know? And so so in a way, I guess what you're saying is that like science has become a cultural issue in a way. It's like yeah. it's beca- It's all forced on us. Yeah. You know, uh, for better or worse, like right. and, and for a lot of people, I think they don't know how to deal with with science they don't know how to deal with the evidence they don't know how to deal with mm. how to talk about science and for people who do talking to these people who don't know how to talk about science can be very tiring mm. and it, you can lose patience and I don't think that helps anyone mm. you know so I think it's worth talking about how to talk about science how to communicate science right exactly especially when like science has such deep reaching implications as this pandemic has shown right yes. no, not so much science but attitudes towards science right yeah. exactly yeah. and Unfortunately, one of the ways people think they should talk to other people about science, especially if you are in the know, if you have all the knowledge and you want to change people's minds, right? You think the best way to do this is to actually bombard them with facts. Mm. So it's like, hey, I read this study, huh, that mm. showed this. This scientist said mm. this. Or give you this link, give you this link in that video. That is unfortunately not the way to do this. And many studies have shown, many social science studies have shown that if you bombard people with facts, what happens is that they immediately become defensive mm. and they get entrenched in their own views. Mm. So they did this to climate change uh, deniers and they just gave them some facts about actually this is the proof, blah, blah, blah. They immediately became defensive because they didn't want to feel like they were stupid. They didn't want to feel like they didn't understand the facts or they didn't understand the science. So they, mm. they just doubled down. Mm. You know, so and it was true for climate change believers as well. Mm. So uh, they gave them opposite facts saying like, oh, the, the study shows that actually now it's getting better. And then we're like, nope, this is a false study. So facts are just not the way forward. Lah. Right. You know? So I was thinking, I just come up with a guide. Lah, a guide. So you, you know? have a guide. I have a guide lah, to help y'all. Oh my God, <laughs> Kishan Kumar Singh's patented guide to talking to people about science. I mean, I don't know if it's patented. In lah. 2021. <laughs> you should patent it, Kishan. Maybe, lah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, so just this little tidbits that might seem very, uh, of course, lah, mm. but I think we forget. Right. You know, we really forget. The simplest things just go to our mind sometimes. Right. So this is how you talk to people about science. TM. TM. <laughs> PTLT. <laughs> First thing, empathize. Mm. Okay. I recently had uh, an ex-student came up to me on, on Instagram DM and he said that my mother doesn't want to take the vaccine and mm. I don't know what to do. Then my immediate risk, and he said he feels uh, very, I can't believe, I can't remember if he said this, but he felt like, he, he sounded very exasperated mm. because Obviously, he wants to take the vaccine and he understands the benefit of it, but he finds it tiring. It sounded like he finds it tiring that his mother didn't want to. Mm. I immediately said to him um, to empathize. Mm. So that's the first thing. Really just empathize because 
what other people are feeling are absolutely valid. Yeah. You know, there is real fear for these people behind vaccines. Yeah. And you cannot just dismiss that. As stupidity. And, uh, yeah, you cannot just dismiss that being unschooled mm. or as, like you said, stupidity, not understanding science because you know what? Maybe they really don't understand and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that ignorance. Correct. We are, like, I am lucky to be schooled in science and understanding how vaccines work, understanding how all sorts of things work. Uh, and I'm, I'm lucky in that aspect so I can join the dots, you know? But not many people are and that's okay. Right. So in this approach, for example, you are suggesting that instead of going like, oh my god, you're so stupid, like it's so obvious, here are all the facts about vaccines, you go, why are you afraid? Yes. Right. Or just or just don't even ask questions first. Just, just listen. Listen. Mm. Be very passive about it mm. and just listen. Listen to their concerns, mm. you know, and... And then, your find, head, and then find a way to... Yeah. Right. And in your head, actually the empathizing thing, right, is more for you. Mm. Just find a way to calm yourself down and go like, I get it. Mm. I get that they feel this way. Right. And I think that is super important and many of us don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, this is very broadly applicable across all sorts of things, sorts right? Of things in, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the second thing after you empathize is to ask questions mm. and to listen. Mm. Because many times people think they know more than they actually do. So this is called, this is called uh, an, the illusion of explanatory depth, I think. The illusion of explanatory depth. Yeah, where uh, the, the final example given is if you ask 100 people, do you know how your fridge works? Chances are about 100% will say, yeah, of course I know how my fridge works. Then you ask a follow-up question, okay, explain it to me. Almost 100% will say, <laughs> and they will stumble. Freon. What the hell is Freon? Oh, I wrong ah. <laughs> is it Freon the cooling agent? That oh, you... I don't know. That is a cooling agent. Is it called Freon? It's called Freon, bitch. Oh. You science teacher. No, I thought Freon has been... Uh, you can't use it anymore because it burns up the ozone layer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, back to your example. Back, 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 back to your, back to your lecture. Yeah, sorry, so... prof, sorry, prof, sorry, prof. <laughs> so this illusion of explanatory depth. I'm sure I'm getting this phrase long wrong, but if you Google it, I'm sure Google will correct me. So you just basically ask questions to people. You just say, oh, why do you feel this way? Mm. And if and just let them go on. Mm. And then you say, oh, uh, how, does the, how, how does the vaccine work? Blah, blah, blah. You just ask them very... Don't put them in a corner. Don't make them feel like they're... Okay, right. So let's, let's yeah. like, do some role play, right? Let's sure. say I'm an anti-vaxxer and yeah. you're trying to have this like, empathetic question-answer session with so me. I, I'll basically so like, I'll be like, I, I don't want to take the vaccine. Oh, I'll go like, oh, why not? Because I think that vaccines are a conspiracy of the big state and corporations to like um, make us spend money on things that ultimately don't work. Right. Okay. So what? Wh- wh- where have you read this? Uh, I read this on the internet. Right. Like who are your like who are your sources? I basically ask all these questions. Right. Like, like what articles do you read? Who are your sources? All these sorts of things. Oh. And that it can go two ways. It can be a bit aggressive. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So it can go two ways. So it can be super like bright, but that's where I read it. <laughs> yeah. Then after you, then you just bow out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My grab come ready. Correct, 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 correct. So it's important to have this questioning thing in a very safe space. Mm. And both parties must be open to changing their minds. That is a very big if already. That's like. a huge if. It's a huge yeah. if. It's a huge if. It's but, very like, are you ready to receive Jesus Christ yeah. as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's the vibe. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's how I can say. Co- I could correct, say correct, correct. Very good, very yeah. good. Yeah, but uh, it it can. So so as I was reading the studies on 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 this illusion of explanatory depth, they said to actually do it, knowing that full, knowing full well that it can go south very quickly, mm. and you have to be very tactful mm. about how you talk about mm. talk about things. But the the end game of this is that hopefully then the person realizes that actually they don't actually know much. Ah, you know, and th- therefore now they become receptive. To listening to Hence you. Hence the illusion of explanatory yes, depth. Yes, exactly. So now they become receptive to listening to oh, you. Oh no, I totally see this like for, for myself. Like I, I often have very strongly held beliefs about things that once, actually if you push me on some of the things I believe, right, I will fall apart very quickly. Right? Correct, but yeah. the thing is then you are open to listening. Mm. And that is that is important, I de- think. De- depending on who it is. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Mm. Right. Now, the third thing that you can that you should do or you should consider is something called common motive. Mm. So common motive, let me give you an example. Uh. So if you go to a... If let's say a doctor is meeting a very uh, difficult parent about not wanting to get their kid vaccinated, mm. uh, it would not do the doctor any good if the doctor say, oh, you must vaccinate because these are the studies, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And they just throw facts at the parents. 
Instead, what is recommended is that you find a common point between that difficult parent and you. Mm. And that common point, usually for vaccinations, is we want to keep our kids safe. Mm. You just find a point where both of you agree. And once you find a point where both of you agree, then suddenly it doesn't seem like you are on opposite ends. Mm. And what that does is that it makes you more receptive to receive, like, to, to, to different sorts of information. Mm. And then slowly you start to bring in the facts. Mm. So this common motive thing is quite an important important start point. Lah. Don't start with facts. Start with what connects both of us. Right. right. And I think that, that's a little bit like empathy. Yeah. You know? I, I remember reading some advice about how to talk to people from, like, the other side of the polarized spectrum. And it's always about don't ask them you know, what they believe, but ask ask yourself, what do you think they need at this time? Mm, so it's all about like, I think like human beings are not fundamentally evil people, you know, evil. I, I think everybody, I, can, I don't think so too. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. I think everybody can kind of be like um, brought in through empathy. Exactly. Yeah. Or I, I would like to really think so. La. And yeah. I, so far, I, I don't think I've been but proven wrong. The, the only thing I would say to all of this is as much as I agree, I think that it's it's it slightly underestimates how riddled with misinformation and how riddled with distortion the current like absolutely me- media sister. and knowledge landscape yeah. is. It's yeah. becoming more of an uphill battle for people to for for, for yeah, scientists to win. This is also a generation that has unprecedented amounts of access to information and, and misinformation. Op- and misinformation and opinions yeah. masquerading as science. Like, science. Like, yeah. yeah, and and also like we've all become kind of like programmed in a quite algorithmic way to just like sit on very clear sides of things. Agreed. So it's like for me if I meet an anti-vaxxer, right, I'm going to this anti-vaxxer with a full roster of presuppositions. Yeah, there's a lot and of stereotypes attached. My la. immediate instinct is complete and utter impatience and condescension. Oh, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand where you're coming so from. So it's hard to overcome that because, as, you know, so I think actually before all of this, right, what a lot of people, and I think this is easier for people who are on the more like progressive side because we tend to you see, this is horrible already saying it, right? Tend <laughs> towards being more self-aware sure. and tend towards yeah, being like a bit is, more empathetic. Yeah, mm, right? it is a stereotype again. start asking yourself, actually look at the way in which you have been programmed. No, absolutely yeah. right. How have progressive people become programmed by algorithmic ways of thinking about issues and ideas, right? We too are victim to it. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And this leads very nicely to the fourth recommendation. Oh, there's a fourth. There's a fourth final recommendation. Ooh, bonus. Pick your battles. <laughs> Okay, if yeah, girl. No, this is, uh, this is something that I learn. I, I have. To, I'm. I'm still learning, rather, mm. because when when I hear misinformation about science, I tend to get up in arms, mm. and I've learned the empathy thing quite a bit. I think teaching has taught me a lot of that, and mm. I, I I like to think I empathize well enough, and mm. I, I I can communicate with people well enough, but sometimes people are so stubborn that they refuse to believe in you, or maybe they throw all sorts of nonsense in your face. That is when you know you have to bow out, mm. and you and I think it's important for a person to understand that bowing out is okay. Yeah. Picking your battles is fine. Mm. It, it, maybe today is just not the day that you win someone over or maybe this person cannot be won over and uh, will refuse to listen to, uh, to to reason or evidence. Mm. Then it's fine. You know, at least you tried. Mm. And I, I think that is important for everybody to understand. This is a very Sun Tzu Sometimes you just need to know when to retreat. No, agree. Yeah. And, and and it's important for your own freaking sanity, la. Mm. I like before I I, I I like I said, I'm still not very good at this, and it would eat at me at night, you know. I go like, oh, I should have said this instead, I should have yeah. said that instead. Oh, it it really yeah. frustrates me. The corollary me. to this is also maybe don't fight people on the internet. It's never worth uh, it. Yeah, it's never yeah. worth one. Never worth one. Half the time, the account is like some nonsense account. You go, you click, and only your one friend. Although that said, I once had an argument with a gay guy in a bar in Singapore about oh 377A. Did you really? Yeah, when he was like, yeah, I actually think that we should keep 377A. Oh, because I know this. it's good for like the, you know, keeping the moral balance in Singapore intact. Oh, and frustrates me and so much. And he was very <laughs> kind of like bright bark, kind of right wing. Uh, we later matched on Tinder, which was very awkward. <laughs> I'm not even lying about this. I'm not even exactly. Did you really match? Yeah, on we Tinder. matched on Tinder, and That's he was so like, funny. "Um, just to say, I was that guy you had an argument with. So maybe you want to unmatch now." And I just went, "Yeah," and we unmatched. Oh my god! And this is why I'm still single. <laughs> you could have gotten with a right wing, bright yeah, kind of I guy. Like the sex might have been quite good. Yeah, it might have been very forceful. Very like Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. Chomp, chomp, chomp! And I'm like, so yes, gross. yes, yes, sister. 
you know, <laughs> too much role play. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do you want to recap your your advice? My four yeah, steps. Yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Mm, four step program. Yeah. Mm. Number one is empathize. Empathize. Number two is basically ask questions yes. and listen, but don't be too forceful in your asking of questions. Correct. And more important, just listen without judgment. Mm. Third would be find a common ground. Find common ground. I think it's got common motive with that person that you're talking to. And lastly, if you cannot, if the person is not willing, just run away. Pick your battles. Really pick your battles. Maybe match with them on Tinder later. Maybe, maybe match with them on Tinder later and have the sex of your life. Correct. Mm. Hey, thanks, Kishan. These are great tips. I think beyond just talking to people about science, very good to remember as we talk about people from across the so-called divide politically. Yeah. 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 No, you're, you're right. Mm. And I like what you said... Um, we are also subject to all of this. Correct. Uh, we have been on some level, uh, we, we have we have structures that we follow and when uh, evidence comes to the contrary, it, it takes us also by surprise. Correct. And I think what's important is for, for me for this is to remember to also be open when someone comes with contrary evidence mm. because I think what everybody forgets is that science is not immutable. Mm. It freaking changes all the time. Mm. Just two years ago, they found another organ in our body. Can you imagine? Wait, what was it? Uh, they found another organ along the GI tract. What was it called? I can't remember. How dare you not remember? I just don't remember. An I, I, organ. I, I remember. I remember feeling freaking surprised. I'm like, what? We've been uh, you've been this we've been cutting people open up like we've been cutting uh, people open since like don't know when, and you just found an organ recently. I bet the gays have been on it for a while. <laughs> And they probably activated it for sexual pleasure. Correct. They know already. Correct. They know already. That's what all that loop is for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So science changes. Just, you know, be open. And on that note, happy 2021. Happy Great tips 2021. to enter 2021. The beginning of the end of human civilization. <laughs> <laughs> Phase two. Mm. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. For all acquaintance be forgot and ever be forgot. Oh, wrong, really? What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, Langsai. Jialat, jialat. I'm so sad, Kishan. Me too, me too. I didn't think I'd get this emotional. Yeah. I, like, you know, like, I been feel like we need to, we, I want to take a break, but then I was like, I'm just so like, uh, yeah. ad- addicted to like putting no, my voice out every week. And also, <laughs> we've seen each other every week. We, I mean, we are, we are not going to not see each other true, after this, true. but like, I feel like I will miss our dear listeners. Of course. And dear listeners, will you miss us? The answer is yes, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about it in the comments. Yes, please say you miss oh, us. Oh, this is our last episode for yeah. a while. We're going to take a, a maybe three to four week break. Yeah. We don't know yet. We don't know yet, but we'll take a bit of a break, and then. We, but we will definitely come back. Correct. We will yeah. come back. We will come back. If we don't come back, you, I will give you my address. You can come and like hound us. <laughs> No, because look, I have honestly been very like uh, bewildered and like amazed at how many people have come up to us individually and yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, it's just saying like they've like this podcast has been like a br- I quote that uh, bright light through the pandemic. That's lad. lovely. Like, people have come up to me randomly in museums like and say, "Are you Kishan?" I'm like, "Oh yes." Yeah, right. I've had people <laughs> come up to me saying like, "Hey, I really like your podcast." I'm yeah. just like. Oh my god, are we famous? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we are not yet. Not by podcast. any means. <laughs> no, but I'm so glad that this little like a pandemic pet yeah. project has turned into like this thing that keeps get that's entertained you yeah, like, and amused support. you. Yeah, and has given you something to listen to every week. Yeah, and it's we, been lovely yeah. for us as uh, and, like, for everybody like great. La. Thank you so much for listening all this time. Yes, we, we hope will you enjoy season one. <laughs> oh yeah. Season one is we're gonna call it, right? Yeah, we're gonna call what, it season one. What show has like thirty-two episodes in the first season? You I don't know, me? lah. I, I don't think, know. Honestly, we've done three seasons already. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm gonna miss everybody Yeah I'm gonna miss y'all mm, I'm gonna miss hearing my voice Me too mm, Thank you so much For listening all this time Yeah we'll Please see you Please tell all your friends About yes, our podcast definitely. We've got like a whole Back catalogue of episodes 32, now 32 32 episodes Yeah Many of which I think Are worth revisiting Definitely yes. Don't you think Definitely Have yeah. fun with them Have fun list- uh, revisiting the episodes And we'll see you back uh, We'll see you in 2021 See you in 2021 Bye Happy New Year yeah, Happy New Year y'all Bye bye